time like a present, I suppose. Get caught up on the Afford Fair Podcast, episode 310. Welcome, everyone. I am Edward Green. Uh, unfortunately, not joined by McCall and Crime, Wes Bradshaw, at least not live, but Wes Bradshaw will be joining us later on in today's podcast for a special edition of... Do we, do we still call it Anfield Corner? I guess. Sure. Like, Anfield still exists. So, yeah, we'll call it Anfield Corner. Anfield Corner is what we'll be doing later. Uh, this will be a fun one, folks. Uh, as always, the Foreign Affair Podcast is presented by NGSC Sports at NGSCSports.com. We never stop. A um, few stories to talk about today. Um uh, we might actually save because I know I know last week we teased that we would talk about uh, how COVID nineteen is actually affecting baseball, especially here in the states. Um, I'll talk a little bit about it, but I think depending on what uh, West ends up doing for Anfield Corner, I think we might wait to have an actual discussion about it uh, for next week. So he may may mention a little bit. Um, but we'll we'll pick up on that convo next week as well. Um, so some of the other news that came out this week. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Newcastle. <sighs> Newcastle may finally be getting new ownership. Um, so there's good news and bad news, I guess, depending on how you want to look at this. Uh, the good news is Mike Ashley might finally be done with Newcastle after 13 years, according to the Telegraph, uh, breaking this story just a few days ago. Um, it may finally be over. The slightly bad news is that while they do mention that Amanda Staveley will be the financier, quote-unquote, uh, the significant backing will come from Saudi Arabia, which, you know, means it's that... Oil money, you know, those good old boys down there working the oil fields with plenty of human rights abuses that we just just love, love so much. Um, I mean, this is the same thing. we. It's not obviously the same exact group, but this is the same kind of thing we see from Manchester City, Paris Saint-Germain, among other clubs that... The, the backing, the big backing is coming from the these oil magnets over in Saudi Arabia and, and the rest of the Middle East. We'll see how this goes. Obviously, PSG and Manchester City have become fantastic clubs, winning a whole bunch of things since they they got this money. This, this nouveau riche, which I don't know how that translates into... Um, other languages, I guess, um, besides French. But it does, there are a lot of things that come with it. Of course, Manchester City currently serving, I guess, technically, a two-year Champions League ban for their, their uh, words, the, the, their misdeeds as regards to financial fair play. It's it's gonna be interesting. And look, we've we've done this before. We've we've had this song and dance before, but it does seem like this is finally gonna go through. And so to all the Newcastle fans out there, I'd say you're gonna get a lot of money. You're gonna get a lot of spending. So 
Um, shoot, good luck. Um, as the Telegraph notes, um, it does seem like the uh, the biggest group of it will be a group called uh, PIF, which is um, sort of backed by Mohammed bin Salman, which is the Saudi crown prince who may have allegedly ordered a hit of a journalist. So... It's going to be very, very interesting. So we'll see. Grass isn't always greener, especially when it comes from places where there's no grass. But uh, anyway. Congratulations, Newcastle fans, if this goes through, I guess. Uh... Yep. So, uh, other things that, uh, <laughs> I was long, I just, it, it sucks, but not, not that, you know, most owners and organizational groups are stand-up citizens by any stretch, but you got to do what you got to do, I guess. The 2020 Men's International Champions Cup has been canceled due to coronavirus. This is from Goal.com. Um, you know, that thing we don't cover anymore. <laughs> yeah, that thing. Um, eh, you know. This is honestly something, with all due respect to the people who did enjoy coming and seeing their favorite teams from Europe here in America play. Sorry. Like, as, as many people have said, like, it's the tickets are just at almost price-gouging levels at this point. It shortens the preseason. It screws over teams. Like, eh, it just it's something that just kind of needs to go away i feel bad for the the people who are scheduled to work this and who will be losing paychecks because of it i do i do genuinely feel bad for those people i feel no remorse for the people at the top of of the uh, of relevant sports who who put this tournament on i feel literally zero remorse for those people so you know, it is what it is. Um, it does, I believe, said that the uh, the women's version might still happen. I, I don't know how. <laughs> like, with all due respect, and it's great that, hey, it's great for the women's game to get more exposure. I, I fully back that. Um, if it can be done in a fair way. I'm I, And when I say fair, I mean fair to the people who participate. Um, that they don't have their preseasons also cut short and they get enough time to recover. But to, to further expose people to the women's game, I think it's great. I actually I actually think it's a legitimately great thing. That said, how this can still go on is kind of beyond me at this point. So I, I think that is that is going to be something that gets canceled on another podcast. 
So, but we will see. Um, also coming out this week is uh, last week we talked about Liverpool doing a 180 on furloughing their employees. Uh, Tottenham now will do the same. In uh, a much more shocking move because normally when Daniel Levy and co. do something, they pretty much stick to it. Um, the, according to this article from The Athletic, Levy is said to have been taken aback by the ferocity of their fans' response. With the condemnation from the wider football community and society in general also surprising him. No shit Sherlock. No shit Sherlock. Um, it just looks bad, dude. It just looks really bad. So thankfully they're doing the right thing in the end. And they'll, they will not be using the government schemes. Uh, apparently in England, they use scheme in a slightly different way than we do here in the States. Um, but they won't be using that. And they'll be working with the, the, the staff of the club to better take care of them, which is great. Absolutely fantastic. So good on you, Tottenham. Finally doing the right... <laughs> you guys should praise me more. Why? Because you finally did the right thing? You don't have to say it like that. So, Anyway, good job. Um, so because Wes isn't joining me live, uh, again, we won't talk much about baseball, which was going to be our main topic this week. Um, there, there have been talks about how much the NCAA will be affected by this. Uh, I saw earlier this week... Um, this isn't technically baseball related, but it seems like the University of Cincinnati will be shutting down their men's soccer program um, indefinitely because of this. And not just like they're ending the season. No, they're, 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 they're eliminating the team itself from the university uh, at a varsity level. So the question becomes for a lot of like these smaller schools, when, when does baseball hit the chopping block? And I, I mean, honestly... At a certain point, if you're not football, men's basketball, and to a lesser extent, women's basketball, you you might be getting cut for at least next year. It's It could be really bad. I, I hope it's not. I really do hope it's not. But it could be really bad. Um, but the, the Athletic has done a bunch of great job, uh, a bunch of great articles reporting on it. Uh, Jason Stark had a good one on the NCAA um keith law did a great one on minor league contraction which had already been a very hot button topic for major league baseball um before the pandemic broke out and is looking to be uh still a very big one now that the prospect of a full season is no longer viable Um, and then of course people have been racking their brains trying to figure out what does baseball look like when it comes back um will we be playing in one state two state will it basically be like spring training um, with just no fans where, but you're only in like Florida and Arizona and you just play through that. If you're playing in Arizona in the middle of summer and you're not at Chase Field or whatever it's called now with out a roof and, and air conditioning, you know, how, how does that work? Um, we'll see. I, I think it's very risky for teams to want to, to go through with that. Um, especially when we don't have, a ton of testing nor vaccine, even a vaccine ready. Um, it, it could be really, really rough. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Finally today, the, uh, the XFL has announced this week that they are suspending operations. Um, this article from awful announcing.com. 
Uh, with and they say so they have no plans to return in 2021. Uh, Wes actually mentioned this on a previous podcast about how he actually quite enjoyed this version of the uh, the XFL and the product it was putting on the field. And it is it is actually a shame that this one wasn't given a chance. Granted, num- uh, viewership had already started to kind of sputter before COVID-19 became a thing. So it's not terribly surprising that with news that they will spend the season that there is a very big chance it will just never come back. Um, but it is a shame that this seemed to be a much better version of the product and it just isn't going to even get really a chance. So a big unfortunate for them um, and the people associated with that. Again, a lot of lost jobs and that really, really sucks. So, but hey, to Vince McMahon, fuck you. So there you go. <sighs> so there you go. That That's pretty much all the news we have for the week. Um, not a whole lot else going on. Um, hey, but FIFA, FIFA 20, or FIFA is having a uh, Twitch tournament with a bunch of players from teams over in Europe playing FIFA 20. Um, that's pretty cool to watch. Um, it's not the always the best broadcast, but it, they are getting it together. So kudos to them. Uh, a lot of things are doing that. The NBA is simulating games on their Twitch channels. Um, if you're not someone who regularly gets on Twitch or even really knows what Twitch is, go explore. There are a lot of traditional sports things happening over there and um and also some esports esports baby <laughs> we always knew they'd be the future and the future is now so go check that out i think that's really cool um as for the watch for nothing much to report this week um other than what's still happening um you know brooklyn 99 still coming on it looks like we might have a return of one um Oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Cosner to the program. So that'll be exciting to watch. Um, love, love Mark Evan Jackson. Fantastic actor. Um, but I think that's about it. And, uh, you know, WrestleMania happened a couple weeks ago. There have been a lot of cuts over at uh, the WWE. So just a banner week for Vince McMahon, I guess. Um, so that's as much so raw as you'll get from me this week. Um, but I think that'll about do it for my part. We'll throw it over now to Wes Bradshaw for a a uh, quarantine version of Anfield Corner. So Wes, my friend, take it away. Hey guys, what's up? It's your buddy Wes. Worst podcaster ever, but um, I had excuses this weekend. May have touched on. I don't know, I don't know, but I'm getting this like super late. It's Thursday night, and I'm doing this on my way home from work. It's been brutal. Um, football, I mean, we know what's going on. We're still not playing. Nobody's playing shit, okay? Spoiler alert. There you go. Nobody's playing anything. Um, it's terrible. I know, virus, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, on Thursday evening, as I was at work, I got a, a notification on my phone, so that's all I'm going to talk about this week. I guess it's going to be a so raw something. Oh, the death in the wrestling world. And you know, when you see that uh, wrestling, uh, a luminary of wrestling has passed away, you're always like, oh man, who was it, who was it? Well, this time it was not in a quote in-ring performer. It was not one of the guys who wowed you with his athleticism or his will to win or these moments it was the voice of 
basically my childhood. Howard Finkel, the Fink, longtime ring announcer for WWF, WWF, folks, World Wrestling Federation. This dude was there during the realness, when it was the, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, when it was just everything was exploding. Howard Finkel was the voice. And when you go back and watch any of the old uh, uh, showings, I guess now you stream them, but you know, I had all the, I had all the tapes back in the day, all the WrestleManias, and just these iconic moments when, uh, you know, you would be at like your emotional peak, and you didn't know if it was real, but all of a sudden you heard the winner of the bout, and World Wrestling Federation Champion. I mean, that was Howard Finkel. And then it was like, it just, everything went together. You know, it's like you can't think about Hulk Hogan in the 80s without Howard Finkel, the winner and still world champion, Hulk Hogan. That's right, folks. I grew up doing this voice because this was this was the guy, man. It was Howard Finkel. He was this little balding mustachioed, you know, just this little guy right there in the middle of the ring, but just this, this perfect voice that was just like the soundtrack. And when you take the likes of Howard Finkel, and Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler and let's go back further uh, Vince McMahon, Gorilla Monsoon, Jesse the Body Ventura, Bobby the Brain Heenan, uh, Randy Savage here for a while. I mean these were these were the voices. This is what brought you everything. You know you you associated all these guys with these great epic moments in wrestling history you know. The one that immediately jumps to me is uh, Roddy Piper jogging down the aisle at WrestleMania 3, um, going to fight Adrian Adonis. Um, Shawn Michaels celebrating at the end of WrestleMania 12, the, the boyhood dream fulfilled, where he, uh, you know, where he uh, he beat Bret Hart and won his first world title. You know, once again, anytime you think of Hulk Hogan, Ricky Steamboat beating Savage at WrestleMania 3, that was that was an epic one. And it's just, I, I didn't realize Howard Finkel was 69 years old. Oh my gosh, I never really looked at it. You know, um, uh, one of the podcasts that I used to force Ed to listen to sometimes in the car with me, the, the worst podcast in the world, uh, Carl Henderson and Luke Gallows, um, they, they did their voices, and one they always did, they did a Howard Finkel impersonation. That was, I mean, it, you knew it was Howard Finkel, but it it wasn't really any Howard Finkel. They cursed and they were just dirty and lewd. But it was hilarious because, you know, once again, if you grew up in my generation, if you're a child of 80s WWF or think going into really, like I said, 90s WWF, I mean, Howard Finkel was our guy. That was that was the guy we knew. He was the one who, you know, he brought it. Bruce Buffer is a famous announcer. Let's get ready to rumble! And Bruce Buffer had his place, don't get me wrong. I think Bruce Buffer more worldwide is renowned because, you know, obviously he did it with the, um, uh, you know, with the boxing. He had the, he had the huge boxing matches. And then when he was on Nitro and WCW, he was, he was huge there, obviously. But, man, Howard Finkel is just like, you know, he never, he never stuck out, but that voice was so distinctive, so perfect. It was, it was perfect. Perfect. It was a perfect part of that soundtrack. 
and um, you know he's passed away now. Of course, you know out of those names I said earlier, uh, Bobby Heenan's gone, Gorilla Monsoon's gone, um, you know now Howard Finkel's gone. Uh, you know, I've mentioned some others, you know Roddy Piper's gone, uh, Randy Savage is gone. <sighs> so, man, wrestling heaven's one of those things. You know they talk about people talk about wrestling heaven every now and then, and it's just you know. Oh, you know, I remember when, I mean, I remember where I was the night when Ronnie Piper died. I was at, you know, one of my best friends, Brent. I was at, you know, baseball Brent, who we talking about. I was at his um, wedding rehearsal dinner. And everything was great. And all of a sudden, I got this text that Ronnie Piper was dead. And I was just, like, stunned. I love Ronnie Piper. Piper's one of my, like, you know, Piper, Ric Flair, and, um, you know, Shawn Michaels. Those are my big three. Those are my three favorite wrestlers ever. And, you know, now... I guess now they've they've gained the voice in uh, in, in wrestling heaven. And, uh, uh, you know, I hadn't, hadn't heard. You know, I know that Fink was working kind of behind the scenes. He he hadn't been in the ring in years announcing, but it, it just uh, it's it's one of those that kind of catches you off guard, um, especially when it's somebody who was a big part of. Howard Finkel, you know, you know, may he may rest in peace. You know, our thoughts go out definitely to the family of Howard Finkel, to the WWE family. Um, you know, I know he and Vince McMahon obviously worked together for a very long time, so you know, there's a good relationship there all these years later. Uh, yeah, man, that's that's kind of all I've got to add to the show this week. I'm sorry, guys. It was it was definitely not my best effort. I promise you, next week I'll be back and better. That's my thing this week. So I guess I guess we'll call this a, uh, an, a, a so raw addendum for me. Uh, it's not Anfield Corner because I don't really have anything to report from Liverpool. The new kit came out. It's fresh. Well, apparently it's going to be our new Nike kit. That's teal. Interesting. Anyway, uh, rest in peace, Howard Finkel, and I'll see you guys next week here on the Corner Fair Podcast. Thank you so much, Wes, for that. Um, hopefully be back together again next week. Be be fun and frivolity that we all need in these trying times. That is going to do it for this week's episode, though, of the Foreign Affair Podcast, episode 310. Once again, thank uh, NGSC Sports and NGSCSports.com. We never stop. You can find them on the social media as well as ourselves. As a collective, we are AFA, at AFA Pod on Twitter. Uh, he's at Wes Bradshaw 21, and I am at Edward Green. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube via our parent show, The All New Sports Show. And you can email us at allnewsportshow at gmail.com. Uh, thanks to our podcast. Thanks to all our podcast providers, including Podbean.com, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Google Play Music, and the iTunes Music Store. Um, so thank you all for checking us out this week. We'll be back next week with another great episode. And until then, everyone, stay safe and enjoy the eFootball. Esports, baby. Good night.